With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health. Aloha and welcome to UHA's Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Kanoi Gibson of Now, and today we're connecting the dots with some of UHA's doctors and other guests on various health and wellness topics and tips. Connecting the Dots starts now. Aloha, and today we are connecting the dots with Justine Talon. Justine is actually a registered nurse, certified in managed care nursing with UHA Health Insurance. She's a part of the RN Care Specialist team who manages the complex health care of members. Justine graduated with a nursing degree from Trident University for Health Education and Beasley School of Nursing. Aloha, Justine. Hi. Thanks nice for being you. here. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we'll just get right into it. We're talking about something that I probably doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but I would say is pretty prevalent here in Hawaii, especially chronic kidney disease. Uh, for those who may not be aware of what it is, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. And you're right. It's definitely prevalent in Hawaii. Uh, chronic kidney disease, or CKD, is the acronym we use. It's defined as sustained damage to kidneys, usually resulting in progressive loss of kidney function over a period of time faster than natural aging. So the kidneys play a key role in bone and heart health, as well in the balance of acid and alkaline in your body. They remove the excess water, electrolytes, and waste products from the body. With kidney disease, these functions don't happen the way they should, and decreasing kidney function can eventually result in the need for possible dialysis or transplantation. We categorize uh, CKD in stages based on the severity of the loss of function from one to five, with five having the least amount of kidney function. Would you say that uh, it's, we said it's prevalent here in Hawaii. Is it more prevalent here in Hawaii more than other states? Do you know? Well, one of the risk factors of chronic kidney disease is diabetes. And diabetes is absolutely more prevalent here in Hawaii. So I, a lot of times we don't actually know someone. It's, we have an estimate of chronic kidney disease because it's described as a silent disease. So oftentimes we don't even know we have it until the later stages. So it's hard to give an, an exact estimate. Okay, got it. Well, obviously we need to bring more awareness. Uh, I guess the big why, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, kidney disease definitely doesn't get talked about quite as much as, like, say, heart disease, but it affects millions of adults and can have just as serious consequences as heart disease. And because, like I said, it's often diagnosed in the later stages, early detection can slow the progression of chronic kidney disease and help prevent the complications like high blood pressure or anemia. Bringing awareness to the risk factors can help with this, too. Okay, and uh, early detection, what are some of the symptoms? You know, if we're looking at that, if how, how would we know if this is something that is going to be affecting us in our lives? Yeah, it's, it's hard with chronic kidney disease because there aren't a lot of symptoms until later on. So a lot of times the symptoms can be pretty vague, like fatigue, like you're tired or you have puffy eyes. People usually attribute it to, you know, they're tired, getting older, you know, just not really knowing that that's exactly a symptom. Uh, with kidney disease, it's not usually diagnosed with symptoms, more so with blood and urine tests. So your provider will look to see the levels of waste products in your blood or abnormalities in your urine. 
Okay. Is that something that's going to happen when we do like our regular checkups or our annual exams or, or do people come in because they're experiencing these things or letting doctor know and then they're saying, hey, you know, maybe we should do some tests? No, a lot of times the doctors will run these tests, especially if you have risk factors or if you're a certain age, your doctors are just going to run these tests. So it's important to keep up with your regular appointments and work together with your providers to make sure you're getting the screening testing you need. Okay. Uh, if someone does end up with chronic ki- kidney disease, you know, what do we do? How do we navigate through this? Yeah. If someone is diagnosed with chronic kidney disease, it, their medical management will focus on preserving their kidney function and treating complications. If there are other causes leading to the declining kidney function, these will be focused on as well, such as making sure your blood pressure stays in the goal range. Uh, your provider will discuss medications, diet therapy, and maybe even renal replacement therapy, such as dialysis or transplantation with you. And usually uh, your primary care provider will refer you to a nephrologist who is a doctor who specializes in kidney disease. Okay. Are there any other uh, additional resources that people could reach out and, and look for these kinds of things? You know, the National Kidney Foundation, I know, is out there. And I mean, even UHA, I would imagine, has some resources. Oh, yeah. The National Kidney Foundation is great. Their website is full of information, and they have classes and events always going on on their website. Um, UHA, definitely, we have various resources listed on our website. In the members section, health and wellness, we have resources like uh, Hawaii's own Aloha Kidney Program featured with a clip that gives an introduction to that program and what it's all about with links to sign up. Uh, We also have our wellness benefits that can help with kidney, managing your kidney disease like nutritional counseling, smoking cessation, diabetes prevention, Weight Watchers, or some of our plans even have a gym membership benefit. Wow. And I, I heard that they actually uh, will even pay sometimes to complete some of these kinds of things, right? Yeah, they will. Well, like with the smoking cessation program, yeah. we actually uh, have a rebate reimbursement if you complete wow. the program. So that's awesome. Not only do we you know, have benefits for it, but we also pay you to do it. Right. I, I love what UHA is doing. You know, I, I always get to say, kind of tout a little bit that, you know, my brother-in-law works for UHA and I got to emcee some of the events throughout the year and, you know, just seeing all of the partnerships and everything and truly they have a heart for the community and for the people of Hawaii. And I just appreciate that. Um, but, but getting back to taking care of the kidneys now, what are some things that we can do if we're to give anybody advice? I mean, it starts at a young age and really just taking care of yourself, but what are some specific things that we can do when it comes to taking care of the kidneys? Uh, Well, the number one thing I would say is to get as much education about your health condition as you can. There's so many ways to get information now and so many resources. I personally love the Aloha Kidney classes. I had the opportunity to attend them in person back when, you know, we could. And uh, now they're online, which is still great. But I don't know of any other program that has such an extensive education offered for free. And you have the opportunity to ask your own personal questions. And Dr. Ramona Wong, who runs the program, will give you thought-out, helpful answers. It's amazing. How long is that class? What is that? So it's a six-week class. And, well, it's a six-week, like, session. Each class is about two hours long, and they happen every week. And you'll be sent a Zoom link to watch 
the class. And then on Saturday mornings, you can actually have the opportunity for a question and answer session with Dr. Wong. You can ask her whatever you want and she'll answer your questions. Okay. Why would someone sign up for this? I mean, is it something like everybody should do it or are people doing it when they think, oh shoot, I have something going on? You know what? When I went, there was you know, obviously people who were suffering from chronic kidney disease, but then there was also a lot of family members that went to support and learn about the disease of loved ones. And it's great education. Uh, I am a nurse, but I still learned things going to her classes. I didn't miss a class. I loved it. I, you know, it was just great educational resource that we recommend to everybody. Yeah. Do you know how we can sign up for that if somebody's yeah, interested? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We have the link on our website, okay. but uh, lohakidney.com, and you can sign up for the sessions on her website. Great. Okay. All right. Sorry. I took you off the script a little bit here, but uh, more, more tips. We need more tips. <laughs> okay. So, you know, also... It's important to work with your providers. If you're having trouble following your provider's advice or plan of care, then have a discussion with your providers as to why. If you are prescribed a medication and don't like the side effects or the medication's too costly for you to keep up, it's important to be honest and have that talk with your doctor and don't just skip appointments. There are usually alternatives that may also be a good fit and you won't know until you bring it up to your provider. It breaks my heart to hear people ending up needing long hospitalizations with long-term effects because they didn't afo- couldn't afford a medication yeah. or didn't like the way it made them feel. Right. Have you, have you ever seen people um, go on medication, you know, get their, get their lives back in order, get healthy again. Are they able to ever go back off of the medication or is this something that's going to take you all the way? It really depends. There are some conditions that, uh, I've seen people on high blood pressure medication and then with weight loss and diet, they're able to go off the medications, but that's a conversation to have with the doctor and don't just be, don't just decide, you know, I've lost 10 pounds, so I'm going to stop taking it. But Uh yeah, definitely it is an option depending on your condition. Okay. Got it. All right. And, and what about, um, I mean, I guess just driving home how important it is or or how um, really just how serious this condition is. Can you drive that home for us? Because I've, I just feel like I know so many people who have been on dialysis or are on it now. And especially in this time of COVID, I mean, is this something that will put you at bigger risk if you have chronic kidney disease with COVID? It wouldn't put you at greater risk of contracting COVID, but definitely if you do end up contracting COVID, you may have a require hospitalization, have a harder time coming back from your hospitalization, and it can have long-term effects we're seeing. Yeah. Okay. So really, I mean, we do, we need to to get this in order uh, from a young age, really just start taking care of ourselves. And just in general, I mean, as a nurse and what, what are some things you, you're in pretty good health? It seems like I, what are some things that you personally do to take care of yourself? I definitely try. Um, <laughs> it's been a little harder with COVID because the gym shut down. So, you know, I ended up buying some equipment online yeah. on uh, Craigslist. I bought some used like exercise bike and I, you know, try and follow a healthy diet plan and Whenever I can fit in, you know, if I have a day where I don't eat so well, you know, I don't just say, oh, I'm done. You know, I, I, the next day I'm like, okay, new day, let's start back over. And I treat each day differently and, you know, just no smoking, you know, just the general tips that for wellness. Right. Mm -hmm. I know. I, I say that, I, you know, I always said, I'm not a big 
resolutions type of girl. I always think, man, you set yourself up for failure, you know, every time come March, you're done. And it's like, oh man, but start over every day. I always say every day, you know, take a step, do something, something to get your health back in order. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not a resolution person either, but I follow the same philosophy every day. Try Try every day. Yeah. And what about, uh, you know, just getting outdoors, getting some sun, vitamin D, those kinds of things? Yeah. I I love the beach. I'm not a surfer, but, you know, I'll swim a little bit or I'll walk along the beach. Just, yeah, get outside, get some sunshine, get your vitamin D. Definitely. I mean, we're so lucky that we live here in Hawaii, you know, that we can do these things. We can take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not like it's, you know, five feet of snow on the ground. You can't walk anywhere. We, we have the opportunity to almost every day. I mean, you get a little rain, but yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if people are taking care because here in Hawaii too, you know, we take care of our loved ones, our parents, a lot of times live with us until the very end. And what would you say to a family member who might be dealing with um, a parent who has maybe chronic kidney disease or any other type of thing? What would you say to them how to help our parents? Yeah, the family dynamic here is amazing with all everybody living together and working together. I would recommend, uh, you know, maybe go to the doctor's appointments if that's allowed. I know there's some restrictions right now, but if it's allowed, maybe go to the doctor's appointments Mm. with your parents. That way you get a better understanding of what the doctor is telling them. Because sometimes when they get home, you know, anybody, you know, might forget half of what the doctor said or maybe not have a complete understanding. And you have that opportunity to ask questions if you don't understand or if you know that your parent doesn't understand and maybe speak up for them. Yeah. And I I think a lot of the time it's hard because, I mean, that breakdown in communication, it ends up in frustration and then they're just, you know, we start to butt heads and and it's just a a sad thing. So I think that's important. You bring up a good point to make sure that we have a good understanding of what is going on. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I saw with the Aloha Kidney classes. The families were there supporting each other and everybody's trying to learn because if everybody's eating the same way, it's just and living the same way, it's a lot easier for the person who is diagnosed. Right. And and just speaking of that frustration, you know, going to even the mental health. I mean, how important is it that we have a good mental health or kind of a peace over our lives uh, in, in keeping healthy. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all seen the headlines that COVID is certainly having an effect on people's mental health, especially it seems in the younger generations. And, you know, there are a lot of counselors that are adapting and they do text message counseling. They do telehealth sessions. You know, it, it's not it's not looked at the same way as it used to be where, you know, it wasn't talked about and maybe considered shameful. It's, it's part of our health, making sure your mental health is stable as well as your body. Yeah. And you bring up the telehealth thing. I did want to say, uh, some people have been kind of fearful of even going to their doctor's appointments or, or, or taking care of themselves because of what they hear or, you know, just COVID in general. What would you say to the person who, who might, you know, be a little bit weary about going to the doctor and specifically talking about telehealth, I mean, I feel like you, people don't realize that it's just as effective as going to the doctor and seeing them in person. Yeah, absolutely. And in some cases, it can even be better because I don't know if you've heard of the white coat syndrome, where people tend to get nervous and they have uh, higher maybe blood pressure or heart rate because they're just so nervous at being in that doctor's environment. Right. And telehealth eliminates that. And people tend to feel more free to speak up and say what they're thinking in a in their own home environment where they're comfortable with. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Justine, thank you so much for joining us today, for bringing a wealth of information (laughs) and just even your own personal experience and giving us some tips about chronic kidney disease today and other things as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really glad to be here and to bring this focus and awareness onto such a serious condition. All right. Well, you have helped us connect the dots today on chronic kidney disease. Connecting the Dots is a UHA-sponsored podcast. With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health.